and welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a bunch of rulers with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Uh, Adam, today. Yes. I was, I was waiting for my... I was waiting so, for my intro, but... As opposed to every other day when you're somebody else? Yeah. Well, it's... When you're Rick Danger? <laughs> hey, how'd you know my secret identity? Wow. Um, and Debbie. <laughs> I'm not nearly as exciting. <laughs> <laughs> And you are worried about the dogs messing this up. Yep. And uh, this is a board game podcast where we play games that are in our collections most of the time, and then we talk about them and uh, sort of give them a bit of a review. And uh, so if, in my case, I decide whether I think it's a good game and uh, whether I'm going to keep it around in my giant collection or not. Uh, we usually have one more person with us, but he couldn't make it. So we're going to be talking about Kingdom Builder from 2011, 2012-ish. Um, it won the... Won the big award back in 2012 i think on the spiel nice and recent uh 10 year old game for everybody uh that we haven't discussed on this and i haven't played it very much and yesterday we played it on uh board game arena which i think it's uh it's one of the freebies that you can you can try out on there i own this game uh and about i and usually we read the back of the box blurb uh, but i couldn't find it must be still in storage somewhere but I did find a a, a picture. It's kind of grainy, but luckily it's not very long. They have one of those one of those pictures in the back where they've got like it in twelve different languages. So it's, you know it's got to be short. By skillful building of settlements, players create their own kingdoms, aiming to earn the most gold at the end of the game. Who will have the most powerful kingdom at the end of the game? That's that's it. Um, so not a hell of a lot to go off of. This game is in a style of. I don't know, putting shit down on a board? What would you call this? That's kind of kingdom placement. <laughs> yeah. Kingdom, kingdom area buildery. control. It would be area control, wouldn't it? I guess, yeah. Area. Well, I suppose there's a little bit of area yeah. control in there. It's not area control in, like, well, the real... competitive area control. <laughs> You're not sending in, like, a fleet of bombers to take over Moscow or whatever. No. No, no it's, it's kind of like building placements with a bit of area control. There's some, like minor interactions with like blocking and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm going to go through a quick overview of how this game works. It's a fairly simple game. You're going to, uh, as part of the setup, you're going to take one of the different board sections. There's eight of them. And you're going to lock them into a uh, 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 four. You're going you're gonna to grab four of those eight and you're going to put them together in sort of a square-ish because it's like, it's all hexes. So it's all like weird looking on the corners. Um, you're going to grab yourself your tokens. And you're going to shuffle up the 25 terrain cards. You've got some grass cards, some flower cards, some forest cards, some canyon cards and some desert cards and these are all going to correspond to different spots on the map um, you're also going to draw three different kingdom builder cards which are the goals essentially that you're going to be going for throughout the game and these range from things like uh, you know uh, the fisherman and the miner like build near water or build near mountains and then there's like knights which are like make sure that you put as many uh, like buildings in one row as you can and I'm sure there's one for columns probably and um, then there's one that's like just trying to build in as many rows as you possibly can and there's some for like connecting up different uh, uh, landscapes and locations on the map 
And you're going to have three of those, and there's uh, 10 of those in the base game, so you're going to have a little bit of a different experience every time. And then you're going to be putting down a few uh, location tiles on the predetermined little squares, or sorry, hexes that are on the on the, on the the maps that you've uh, got put down. And these are going to be things that you can, uh, once you go near them and put your little towns down, you'll be able to get a bonus that you can activate throughout the game. Now, the way the game is played is pretty simple. On your turn, you're going to uh, you're going to have a card in your hand. Uh, so uh, basically, everyone's going to be pulling from that same deck of terrain cards, and you're going to have a card in your hand, and you're going to flip it over, and you are going to have to build at three exactly three houses or settlements in in the uh, in the color that you of the uh, terrain that you've pulled over. So if you have a desert, you're going to have to go and plunk three little houses down on three desert hexes if this is your first turn then you can sort of just shit them out anywhere (laughs) um any 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 hex on the map you can sort of start placing your settlements down as you go forward throughout the game uh as you pull terrain cards you're you are obliged to build next to other settlements if possible and this this kind of rule sort of is uh, generally followed throughout all of the special abilities as well throughout the game so if there's something that like oh you get a special ability called the oracle lets you just like play a card down or sort of put a settlement down anywhere on the map of the train type you might still have to put it next to other stuff so that's kind of it like the turn is basically you flip that thing over you put down three settlements and then you use any of the tokens that you've collected by connecting up to the taverns or harbors or oracles or whatever and then you pass and then grab a grab a new card and that's going to be the card that you have to deal with on the next round and then everybody else goes and they plonk down three three things and uh, and so on and so forth until one person has run out of stuff to put down so there's 40 settlements so there's like uh, buh, buh, I don't know, like 13? 13-ish. I mean, with the fact that you have, like, the extra stuff in there, I mean, really, 10 isn't too far off. Yeah, there's somebody, like, yelling at me through the through the, uh, through their car stereo right now uh, because I'm so bad at math. But basically, that's how it works, is you just flip your card, so, like, what terrain you're going to be building on is going to be kind of random every turn, but you do have those special powers to be able to give yourself a bit of an advantage, um, and you're going to just be plonking stuff down and trying to, as best you can uh, fulfill the goals that are presented. So like you might decide that you want to try to put as many things in one line as you can because there's the night card, which is the goal for the game or one of the three goals for the games. And it's going to give you like two points for every se- uh, settlement that's in the line with the largest number of settlements. So like two points per settlement, if you can all slap them all down in one row is actually quite a bit. So if you're able to pull that off, then it's worth quite a bit. Um, also building next to uh Castle locations gives you extra points if you're able to build near them. And that's pretty much it. So uh, that is, uh, yeah, pretty much the entire game, really. Uh, The bonus of it being that simple is, you know, it's pretty easy to play. Just tell people, like, plonk stuff down and, you know, have have a good time. Pick up location hexes. uh, Scoring, I mean, maybe not so fun. But if you're playing this online like we were on BGA, scoring is easy peasy because, you know, you don't have to do any of it. The other bonus of playing it online, uh, which, uh, you know, we're finding that these mods are getting better and better as we go, is that it tells you when you're about to do something really stupid. Uh, so, like, you can 
can't actually, you know, cheat or put things in the wrong place. So it really makes an easy game like this even easier in terms of just, you know, knowing where to put stuff down. There's fewer questions as to whether something is a legal maneuver or not. And like, there are a lot of times when you're playing with some of these uh, special abilities like the um, paddock, which is like, you get to move a settlement, which is kind of weird, but um, it it actually helps by showing you kind of where you can put it. So you can sort of see some sneaky little uh, little moves that you might not have before when you're playing online. Um, and yeah, so that's basically the whole game. We might go over some of these like special actions as we go, because there's like the Oracle, the Farm, the Oasis, the Tower, Tavern, uh, Barn, Harbor, and Paddock. And these are all sort of different in their own way. But I mean, for the most part, they're all just like put a settlement down or move a settlement somewhere else. Um, so yeah, very, very simple game. Um, it is, uh, you know, doesn't take a lot of explaining. It's a queen, queen games, queens games, queen games. So it's like the the rule book is fairly well laid out in their sort of like standard way of doing things where it's like, this is how you set it up. These are the mandatory actions. These are the other things you can do. It's got a recommended setup uh, for your first game to try to keep things nice and simple. Uh, so you can tell this game is uh, made for people who are maybe newer to the hobby. Um, and in, in that respect, it's uh, pretty good. It's, um you know, it's simple it's uh can be pretty engaging and like in because there's like different paths you can do- go down and different uh different things in, in involved in the goals there's a there's a little bit to keep everybody interested for at least a little while um downsides i think is like i don't know that there's really a ton going on here so i mean after a few games it's kind of like well i don't know i don't know if i want to play this too much but um for me it's you know one of these games that uh is you know, simple enough to teach that will probably get some play when my kids start to get older. I think that's kind of where it might have a little bit more leg in it. Um, other than that, it's, you know, it's a very pleasant game. I don't think I would turn it down. It's a, uh, but it's, you know, it's pretty simplistic. Uh, what did you guys think? I agree. Uh, I think like it's, it's fine as kind of like my first placement game. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it like it's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with the game it's just that there's not there's no there's no wow factor there's no there's no pop to it it's very after the after like a few games you're just kind of like yeah i kind of got it like it's you put you flip over a card you place your houses or settlements where where it kind of like tells you to and yep yeah <laughs> that, that there it is it's you know I, I can understand how it won Spiel the Artists back in 2012. Like I, it's it's definitely a, a game that is very accessible. Um, I was looking at the other nominees. One of them is uh, some German word for Donkey Bridge. I don't I don't can't remember <laughs> what the name of that was. But oh, we gotta play Donkey Bridge one of these days yeah, for, sure, for, sure, sure. for sure. And then the other game was Las Vegas, which is the game I have played. Uh, I have not played Donkey Bridge. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, Las Vegas is, again, it's a, it's a pretty light, fair, roll a bunch of dice kind of game. It's so I can, I can kind of see like out of, at least out of the two options that I do know. I mean, I think that the game does offer a little bit more substance than, um, uh, does offer a little more substance than than Las Vegas does, but with that being said, I mean it's it's still a pretty it's pretty light fare. Yeah, I think that it is a really simplistic game. I think that there's areas uh, in the game that strike me as um, almost 
almost odd um, and kind of more difficult maybe than they need to be. Um, And that has to do with some of the placement rules and things like that. Um, I noticed that in certain situations um, I was, you know, expecting, um, I was expecting the game to force me into a bit of a, a bit of a box. And at times it just kind of, it like it highlights everywhere that you can go and it just kind of was like yeah yeah you can go pretty much anywhere you want and so i'm curious to kind of understand or know how the manual explains some of that because i can see how some of those placement rules could be uh a little confusing and i you know there's times when i had to place something and i i mean the 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 computer's telling me the only place that I can place it and there's two hexes and they're highlighted and I still can't see them. So I imagine that it's very <laughs> easy to miss things like that when you're playing the actual uh playing the actual game. Yeah, I agree. I think the tabletop version would be at times would be a headache just trying to figure out where where can I place and where can't I place. Yeah, and so I mean that's in a sense, you know, like it, it is very simplistic, but in a sense it is just kind of oddly complex in a just in a way that I I really kind of wasn't expecting. Um I think that is often like this is not the first game that I mean that we've seen that has that same kind of struggle. Um we've seen it in other places where um when it comes down to placement rules, it's just a little, eh, you know, it's a little questionable. It's a little strange. Um, you know, in many ways, again, the online version, uh, kind of helps you out and it really doesn't make you think a whole lot, uh, which I mean, I guess that depends on how you look at it. Uh, if you're looking for a challenge, then I mean, obviously, uh, you're not going to get much of one because this game is going to essentially tell you where to go. Um, but it, I, I can see how potentially, you know, like if you're a fan of this game and if you really like it, um, playing it online might actually be better because it does take away some of those, um, I would imagine, frustrating placement issues that would come up. But, I, you know, like I didn't mind it. It, uh, it definitely did allow for a bit of a challenge to try to, you know, connect up um, multiple places, like you're, you know, trying to trying to connect as many merchants as you can, or trying to connect the castles together, things like that. They're, you know, uh, where you start on the board, you know, originally when you're looking at the board, you're like, well, I mean, it all kind of looks the same. Um, you very quickly realize if you've, you know, put yourself into a bit of a hole, um, and pigeonholed yourself in a way that it's really kind of hard to get out of. Um, I did that to myself a couple times where, you know, it was kind of questionable why I made the decision I made, but you know, it is what it is. Um, the game goes really fast. I don't know if that's an advantage of the online platform, but yeah, there's nothing, I, nothing notably special about it i guess really yeah i think that's pretty consistent with my sort of feelings about it as well like the way the game works because you're like you're told where to like what terrain you're supposed to be putting your your stuff on you're sort of being like guided into something for your turn which is 
I think why why it probably feels a bit simple. It, it does create some kind of like some of those like frustratingly funny moments where like you've you've gotten those like two point two two spots in like the flower fields or whatever that you need to connect up all your stuff and you just want to get out of there and all you keep drawing is these fucking flower cards <laughs> and having to like fill out this completely useless part of the map uh, that doesn't get you anywhere as you're like just taking over a bunch of poinsettias for some goddamn reason. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like all I want to do is get out of this goddamn place. Yeah. Um. And that can be kind of funny. Um. And and that's where I think like the tokens and stuff are really where this game sort of lives in that there's some clever things you can do with like again the paddock or the harbors and stuff like that because those are the ones that sort of let you move stuff around without having to worry about the because you're moving a settlement from one place to another as opposed to plonking another one down they're not forcing you to build in the same terrain square which makes it so that you can sort of sort of maneuver those things around a little bit so maybe you can like use it at that one point in your turn to sort of like move yourself over a river or something to get to the other side where there's more flowers that you might want to fill out or something like that and like the the harbor uh harbor token is uh, is the only one that lets you build on a river or on water squares which lets you make even bigger sort of connections and stuff um so like th- those are kind of where these where where I think a lot of the uh the 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 fun I guess of trying to figure out how to uh un unpork yourself from your situation <laughs> is is where it is um, but yeah, like in general, I think this game is, uh, you know, like you said, my, my first area control, my first kingdom builder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish I, I wish they hadn't called the kingdom builder. God damn it. <laughs> I got, I don't know. I don't know what else to call us. Yeah. You're putting stuff on a map game. I mean, it's very, like, it's, it's pleasant. I could see this as being one where you might like bust it out when you're not wanting to put too much effort into it, but you don't want to just like play Yahtzee or something. Uh, cause <laughs> Because it's 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 on a weird in a weird part a weird place right because like I do think that it's like one of those games that's simple enough that anyone can play. There are some people who are probably going to be very good at it, but at the end of the day, if you're playing with people who like are kind of in it just to like put stuff down on a map, you're going to be the one ending up doing a shitload of math at the end, and that's like I don't know, that's not a lot of fun. So I think that's that's kind of where I land in terms of like why I think the the um the app is the way to go or online is the way to go just so you don't have to worry about scoring the damn thing like i don't know even watching the the digital score um like what is it calculation that was even painful like you're like watching the computer and it like looks like it's gonna seize while you're trying to (laughs) like it seriously looks like it's having a really hard time doing it i mean i can't imagine that it's any any more enjoyable (laughs) in person Well, that's that's like one of the weird things about games like this for me is it's like, you know, it is very accessible because the actual gameplay is nothing, right? Like you, Mm -hmm. you're given a card and it tells you where to go, Mm -hmm. right? The rules for putting stuff down is like, if this is your first one, go buck wild, put it anywhere as long as it matches the terrain type. Otherwise, like you've got to build stuff next to settlements if you can. If you can't, just put it wherever, right? Like it's very simple, but like for people who are new, I guess, I mean, this is why they have like the first time rules because it's, you know, the simplest sort of simplest sort of thing. Like some of the goals, like if people are not super into board games and you're trying to like tell them 
or explain to them what they need to do to sort of get more points and stuff so they feel invested. Like, I don't know. That's just sometimes it feels like like the least fun part of playing these games is having people ask you, like, well, what what do I do? What does this thing mean? Like yeah. and and some of these some of these scoring ones are I don't know if they're I mean they they make sense um and like when you're playing them online it's like oh it has like helpful tips on what it means and what this uh, but like sometimes they're just I don't know well, I don't want to say complicated cuz they're really not like it's you know you get 3 points for everything that you've connected up to other things right like mm-hmm. that's not that's not crazy but I don't know when when you're trying to explain this to newer newer people or maybe people who aren't into board games you know it can be not not a fun not a fun time sometimes I'm trying to explain how to how to actually win stuff like this so uh yeah i mean i think i agree with more or less with what everyone else says i think we're all kind of on the same i feel like we're all on the same page here <laughs> well the, the the page is that it's a it's a the game is fine but it's just <laughs> it's just like fine yeah yeah it's just fine like it's it's yeah. you know it's very fine yeah it's, it's like going to your fridge and just making a a, a ham sandwich you're like this is fine but you know, like there's there's better ham sandwiches in the world. Like I could go to a deli and get some. Are there? Hell I mean, yeah! I don't, think, I don't think I'd ever order a ham sandwich. Man. Well, no, no, nor would I. But that's that's beside the point. <laughs> like you're at, you're at uh, I don't know what's the ah oh, damn it I haven't been out in forever. What's the there's like deli places in malls. What the hell is that called? What you? Yeah, I mean you can go to like Subway or something like that, right? And you know, or oh I god, mean, please sub- don't go to Subway. I'm not gonna go to a ham sandwich at Subway. I'm no, an for the love of Holy. god. But like if you were in the states or something, right? You go to like Potbelly or Jimmy John's or or something like that, and it's just like like you can get a you can get a, a pretty damn good sandwich. This this is just a you know fine like, sandwich. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's passable, but wow. but it doesn't it doesn't make you want it doesn't make you yearn for another sandwich. It's just like yeah, well it, it <laughs> filled a need. That's there it is. <laughs> you ever yearn for another sandwich? Are you my brother? God, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you ever you ever go to a restaurant and you like you leave it and you you are at home later and you're like, man, I want another xyz meal like whatever meal i had at that place like i could i could go for another one of those right now okay the funniest part about this though is in all honesty when we were playing um adam had no idea where he was getting points from like not a clue that's true that's so true you were playing and you were just like so i mean we we sit here we talk about how simplistic it is but i mean there's a decent potential that you probably didn't read the cards and you were just that's also true yeah okay so that i mean that explains a little bit more because i was gonna say if you're if if you're kind of (laughs) that experienced and uh have no idea what's going on I mean, maybe it isn't as easy as well, I would no. I just like but. is it so like I don't know autopilot that he was able to get a pretty good score even though he wasn't really paying attention. Like I don't know. Yeah, that no, seems, I, that seems weird. It's yeah, no, that's legit because he. There was one point when we were playing, and I think you. Uh, I said something and I, well, it said something to the extent of, I was like, oh yeah, okay. So you're getting all your points because you're going vertical. And he's like, what? That's how I'm getting points. Yes. That's so true. (laughs) So so true. I don't know which of the other six games he was playing at that point, but yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is, I wasn't. I I was just, 100% focused attention. Huh? What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) 
I just like, I don't know. It's just kind of. Uh. Yeah, you definitely. I mean, there there's times like the first game that I think we played, I really didn't pay attention to the cards. I was really more trying to figure out how the kind of the mechanism was working and what I was trying to do. Um, and I still ended up with a fairly decent score and I kind of figured out afterwards why. Um, and so, I mean, that does, you know, there is something to be said about the fact that you can kind of autopilot this game a little bit, which is, I, I, that's also a bit unfortunate in many ways. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just like the, cause the, the first three cards that you're supposed to play with are like fishermen, which are like build next to water and you get a point. Mm-hmm. Um, keep everything in one line and you'll get two points for, uh, the biggest line of, or like the biggest row that you have. And then like the merchants one is actually I, the one I think is the most complicated. Cause it's like four points for basically like every location that you connect up to other locations with your with your cities so you're basically just trying to like draw lines between stuff Mm -hmm. and that those are like the the first three so i mean they're 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 pretty simple so (laughs) i mean you i guess you can just sort of well i mean that that it also like depending on what you get you can just like oh just i'm just i'm just putting for like just putting uh putting all these uh flowers down in this one area no big deal and just like fill up one big spot and you're probably gonna get a bunch of points just because i don't know you happen to build next to a goddamn river or something yeah the more I talk about it, the weirder it is. <laughs> Adam wasn't even like paying attention. He was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of doing my thing. I was like, you know, okay, just because it, it was like place, place things here. And then so I, I found like this, this was in the first game. And I was like, okay. So then I, f- I found a, a building, which happened to be a, a, I don't know what it was, like a farm or something. And I'm like, all right, well, there's a farm here and I can place buildings beside it according to the illuminated hexes. So I'm going to put them here. And then I just started building from there. Lo and behold, it uh, it didn't get me very far. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you did all right, but... You did all right. I was, I was you know... A far cry from what would be considered competitive, but I did all right. <laughs> I don't know what the competitive situation is on this game, um, but there is also. Uh, is, does anyone else have anything else to say really about the the base game? Negative. No. Yeah, kind of didn't think so. Considering that Adam was calling it a ham sandwich earlier, I've had a feeling. So there is like a bunch of expansions for this that, that I. Of course, uh, true to form, have done zero uh, research on. But there's like a bunch of them, and I think you can get this game in a big box, which uh, I'm trying to load up the website now. Come on. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny that you said at the very beginning, you're like, yeah, I look at the back of the box, and there's like 800 different languages on there. That's so classic Queen Games. They're, all their boxes are like that. That's one thing that I've always kind of noticed is that they have, and I mean, 15 instruction manuals. Yes. And they have every single language on the back of the box. I mean, arguably is that being cheap? I mean, you only have to do one production. You can send it to every country under the sun. Um, I, they off the top of my head, I think they're actually probably the only company that does that. Uh, I think I think Fantasy Flight probably has that as well. I'm trying to on the back of their like, box though. 
Like not, I know they I mean, do. It's not, it's not as it's not as like crazy as Queen is because they just don't seem to because because Queen will like they'll give you like eight fucking manuals in the box just yes. to like avoid having to print different versions. <laughs> like, yeah, like ha- half the box is goddamn manuals in different languages. <laughs> like what the hell are all these for? Yes, thank you for you know providing me with education educational material on how to speak who knows how many different <laughs> yeah. languages right yeah i guess i needed to know what this was in german thanks yeah no i just i it's such an unfortunate thing that queen games does i mean i get it it's i don't know i'm sure there's some people out there who are like oh it's really nice um but then i from my perspective it's you know like if you go to the other countries uh five bucks says most companies probably have the game in the appropriate language <laughs> I mean, unless you plan on moving to another country and trying to sell your games in a different language, it's kind of useless. I mean, I mean, I don't know what they're going to use the back of the box for other than but I I guess the blurb is just so useless that I don't know what the the hell the point of it was. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, um, so this game does have some expansions. I cannot find them to save my life. Uh, I tried to click on the uh, Kingdom Builder uh, website, the Queen Games website, and it like sent me somewhere super German. So I didn't really want to like trudge through that on the podcast. (laughs) And but I did see that there was like uh, there was like a big box that had a bunch of them in there. So if this game does sound interesting to you, um, you know, you can check that out. Or as I was plugging around on BGG here, uh, it says that it's been re-implemented by Winter Kingdom, ooh, which is also Queen Games, which is, uh, you know, it's uh, it looks like a like a snowy version, kind of. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> It's got, it's, they like doubled down on the number of hexes because now that's like the, the, the boards are now hexes and you hex them, like snap them together into one big flower hex or something like that. So, I mean, looks like it's on Tabletopia if you want to go check that out. So it might be a little bit more of a, I don't know, complicated re-implementation of this. I don't know. It's just something I saw while I was poking around. Because again, like you said, just not much going on with Kingdom Builder. Uh, any any final thoughts on this little guy? It's it's fine. I, I think yeah. you summed it up. To be fair, it's, I I would. It's what I got. I would pick Las Vegas over this because at least Las Vegas, you're like you have to take some chances, right? Like you've yeah, you get to roll some dice too. You get a, you get a gamble dice, right? without real money. It's kind of fun. Ah, oh, what's the point? <laughs> Guilt free. <laughs> All right, so we'll do some uh, some quick reviews and then wrap this up. Uh, uh, my review scale uh, for this podcast is a keep or not keep sort of scenario, as well as I usually throw in like a recommendation here or there. Uh, this one is kind on the fence i think it's probably for my situation where i've got like two kids uh sort of growing up um i'm hoping that to sort of subject them to some board games and maybe get them on my side uh at some point and i think i'd probably keep this one around just because it is a it's a simple colorful game that has like an edge to the complexity um that i that i think is good for new players um and it's you know it's 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 a very straightforward game it's not like super competitive it is like you know it's it's a competitive game but it's not like you're running in there and kicking each other in the face which is the games that i used to play with when i was a kid which is probably why i'm so angry all the time um so it's it's got a lot of like nice features to it but nothing special for me here um but i mean your mileage may vary and maybe you would love to check it out and i you could probably just check it out on board game arena still not sponsored uh but you can try it out there for free i think this is one of the ones that you don't need premium for so it's probably a a good place to check it out 
Um, so for me, this is going to be a keep, but it's sort of like marginal. And if I didn't have kids, I probably wouldn't. But all in all, it's a fairly decent game. It's an, it's a nice thing to play once in a while. Um, and I'd recommend giving it a try on BGA. And then if you like it, you can go pick it up. But other than that, I probably wouldn't like recommend you rush out and get it other than like it's been <laughs> around for 12 years and maybe it's super cheap or something like that. Um, but yeah, so decent, but like not very super exciting. Um, Debbie. So I am on a five point scale. Um, I don't know for to be difficult, maybe. Um, this for me is I, it's pretty middle of the road. Um, I give this a three. It's meh. There's really nothing super exciting. Um, I could see this tabletop version being probably very frustrating in many ways for myself. Um, I feel like you would spend more time um, counting and trying to figure out where you can do things than you would actually playing the game. Um, I am not a big fan of that. So um, I, you know, if the game's a big thinker, then uh, yeah, I'd be willing to, to spend the time on it, but this one's just, this one's definitely not there. So, um, you know, like if, if you're trying to get into, uh, into something like this, then, you know, absolutely the online imp- implementation is the way to go. Uh, it's not horrible. It's, you know, I wouldn't tell you to stay away from it, but I, I mean, play it online for free. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's just kind of the best way to do it. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't put money in it until you know that it's really what you're looking for either. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty mediocre for me. So uh, three out of five uh, for me. What about you, Adam? Yeah, I echo that. Uh, I'm on a 10 point scale instead of five. But this this thing for me is a six. Um, I agree. Play it online. Like, check it out. Right. Um play it for free especially like see if it's see if it's something you're in for uh i think yeah the the scoring not that the scoring is overly complicated but i just think it can just be a headache which is where like bg bga does a good job in that they're like it, do it, it, for it just kind of takes all the all it takes all the 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 crap out of it for you like where you can just like queue up another game or or what have you i think it, it i don't know the, the, like i said the game the game is just fine it's fine um play it on play it online play it online check it out online it's the best i got ham sandwich mediocre okay i like ham sandwiches so be nice i'm just saying that not all ham sandwiches are built the same i don't i don't, I don't like i don't like ham sandwiches anymore i used to get them all the time as a kid i don't know just don't just don't want them anymore yeah, yeah. that's fair that's that's reminiscent of that is that is that some like foreshadowing about what's gonna happen with a kingdom builder or what <laughs> what well, i'm gonna eat it no you're just gonna get rid of it you're just gonna be like man oh no enough well, of I this. Mean, at some point like if my kids yeah. don't if my kids don't like gel with it it'll probably be probably on the chopping block but i mean mm. this game's for like fucking eight-year-olds so i mean I still got a few years before i can realistically bust this one out on them true <laughs> Hey, buddy, come here and play this game with me. I can't read, Dad. (laughs) You can read it to them. They just need to know what the pictures mean. Uh, It's so much work. I know. I'm trying to imagine Justin playing this game. I really am. Like, I'm trying to decide if this would have been, like, Troll Central. I think he would have been bored. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree. There's nothing, there's nothing really he can, other, other, like, the thing is you can't even really go out of your way to mess with somebody because you might yeah. just not get the cards 
that lets you get anywhere near somebody else. Yeah. Like really your first move kind of defines a lot of where you're going to end up. Yeah. And if somebody, if people go to the other end of space, like probably not going to touch each other. Like what kind of what happened in our first couple games is like, I took like the top half of the board. Adam was in the middle and then you were at the bottom. And like, we basically didn't interact until I sort of started encroaching on Adam's territory. Yeah. It was yeah. rude. Yeah. <laughs> And then I sent my orcs over, and we uh, we had a big fight. Yeah, to Mo- to Mordor or something. That would been way cooler. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's wrap this guy up. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if uh, if you like this, then there we've got lots of other ones about you know less mediocre games. Uh, we have uh, over a hundred episodes now, so you can I don't know just like spend a ludicrous amount of time listening to my shitty voice uh if you like this sort of thing you can also like and subscribe and uh you know rate us it'd be great share with a friend it'd be fantastic if you want to get a hold of us and send us some constructive feedback you can use email collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at cgs podcast and if you want to talk to me you can find me on twitter at team rage tom uh, you can use that to like contact me and stuff. Cause I, I don't, I don't really do anything on there. I've, I got too many other things going on. Uh, Debbie, how about you? <laughs> All right. You guys can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. Um, as per usual, that's pretty much you know, if you want to see my dogs, that's about all you're going to get out of that. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. And as Tom mentioned, please get a hold of us on uh, Twitter at CGS Podcast. We love hearing from you guys. Um, if there's something you think we should try, um, you know, if you're if you disagree with us, if you think there's something, you know, I don't know, maybe you want to correct Adam for something, you should do that. Give us a show on CGS Podcast or at CGS Podcast on Twitter. Let's try that again. Uh, uh, Adam, how about you? <laughs> That's me. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you guys want to get a hold of me, you can catch me on social media at for the win F O R T H E W H Y N. Uh, you can also catch me on Twitch. The schedule is coming back together. I'm working some stuff out. I've actually been, um, offered a couple of sponsored gigs again. So look for some sponsored streams very soon. TM, Ooh. uh, <laughs> Also, you can get a hold of me and tell me about your favorite ham, I guess. I'm going to steal Justin's thunder and uh, you can. What? Yeah. Tell me about your favorite ham to make a sandwich with. I'm quite partial to that rosemary ham you get at Costco. God damn, that stuff's good. Um, Yeah. More more, better than Kingdom Builder, I guess, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Anyways, that's it. That's what I got. See you later. (laughs) Barbecue. FTW barbecue on Facebook. Get it. Done. I'm a mess. The one thing that you can like get a hold of him for is barbecue, and he threw it at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Just, just like, oh, and I also sell barbecue. That's this twenty thing? minutes about ham sandwiches. <laughs> and right at the end, barbecue. <laughs> huh? Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, ham sandwich. Get it? Oh yeah. By the way, I, I make food. <laughs> you, you can buy it. Oh. oh man, what a mess! This is a <laughs> what a wreck! What a wreck! This one is. <laughs> We could never go on hiatus again. Oh, I should probably mention, uh, we uh, we don't have Justin here, but if you want to get a hold of him, you can find him at Don't Trust Justin. And like you said, I don't know, send him your favorite sandwich joint or whatever. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, something to do with kingdoms? I don't know, probably not. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we will be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.